It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion. So glad you can join us for a brand new week here on the podcast, and it is such a blessing to be able to spend these eight minutes together, eight minutes of hope, eight minutes of life, eight minutes of encouragement from the Word of God. And of course, it is the Christmas season, and we're looking at a series called Christmas for the Hurting. We know in this season of Christmas, it's such a time of joy and celebration and hope for people around the world. We know that children around the world are waiting to see what presents they get. There's that sense of anticipation. We're looking forward to family gatherings and togetherness. For many of us, it's a time of great joy. Of course, alongside that joy, also for many of us, there might Christmas can actually be a time of grief. It can be a time of remembering that which was lost. It can be a time when we remember our loved ones who have gone on ahead of us. Of course, for my family, we think of our firstborn son, Caleb, who would have turned 17 last week, three years ago, passed away completely unexpectedly in his sleep due to a heart condition we didn't know he had. And I remember that first Christmas, how strange everything was without him around, how strange it continues to be. A year after that, my father passed away. He actually got COVID on Christmas Eve, the year, uh, just the year after my son had passed. And, uh, you know, so, so I understand the pain that this season can sometimes bring to people. But what I also understand is that if you are hurting, there is a message of hope in Christmas so much greater than just the sentimental Christmas message we may see on TV, so much greater than what the advertisers tell us about Christmas. Christmas comes with a real hope, a real joy, a real peace, because we remember how God stepped into the world, how Jesus was born. Christmas is a time where no matter what grief we're walking through, no matter what pain we're walking through, there can be joy, there can be peace, there can be celebration, even in the middle of the grief we may feel. So Christmas for the hurting. Our main scripture for this series comes from Isaiah 9-6, a scripture many of you will know. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of peace. And you see, it gives all these names of what this wonderful child will be called. The son, Jesus, who is going to be born, his name would be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And we're going to consider the Mighty God, this name for the child, the Mighty God. What does this have to do for mourning? What does Jesus have to do for us in our pain. And we saw on Friday that the mighty God stopped for the one. Just last week, the mighty God stopped for blind Bartimaeus, stopping for the one. What do we see about him today? We're going to see how the mighty, how the mighty God interacts with mourning. Let's look at a story in Luke 7. Before I read it, you know, I remember when I was a missionary to India, and this was many, many years ago. I remember once, there a couple times there were funerals in our small town. And I tell you, 
The funerals had the most horrible sound. There would be such a wailing, such a dirge, such an irredeemable wailing from mainly the women as the, as the coffin was led through the streets. There was this unbelievable wailing sound. It was so haunting. It was so, uh, it was so grief-filled. And of course, the people are doing that because of their great grief over their loved one who is gone. It's understandable, but they're also doing it in that way, in such a, in such a intense way, because there's no hope for these, for these poor people who don't know Jesus. There's no hope for their loved ones. They follow a religion that doesn't have hope, that, that doesn't have a living hope. And as such, their mourning was so great. There was no hope, no joy in the middle of their mourning, in the middle of their mourning. And it left an impression on me how badly the world needs Jesus, how deeply we need Jesus. Because Christians, we also go through mourning. There are times that we wail. There are times that we cry. There may be times that we scream. But we don't do it hopelessly. We do it with a hope. And, we, and as believers, we should realize no matter what's happened, because Jesus stepped into our world, because the child was born, we can grieve with hope, as the Apostle Paul says. Luke 7, this is the story about Jesus. And it says in verse 11 and 12, Soon afterward, he went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a great crowd went with him. As he drew near to the gate of the town, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and a considerable crowd from the town was with her. Jesus was on his way to this town called Nain, and there was a widow woman leaving with her dead son. A large crowd was with her, and they, as they carried her son out in a funeral procession, the wailing in the crowd, the grieving in the crowd was inconsolable. It was so loud. Uh, there would have been tears and shrieks and screams. This mother was surely weeping uncontrollably. She was now alone in the world, a widow woman who was now alone, having lost her husband and now her only son. What does Jesus say to her? And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said, Do not weep. You know, those words would have sounded crazy. Don't weep. Lord, I just lost my only son. I'm already a widow. I don't have a husband. Why do you tell me not to weep? But then Jesus continued, verse 14, Then he came up and touched the bier, and the bearer stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people. And this report about him spread through the whole of Judea, and into all the surrounding country. So Jesus goes up to the casket, he touches it, and he tells the young man to arise. The dead boy sits up and is alive. Jesus raises the dead. And you see, what we have to remember is that the life in Jesus is stronger than the death in man. The joy in Jesus is stronger than the grief in the crowd. He overcomes the tremendous mourning to proclaim the life and joy that is in him. You know, sometimes in our life, we've been through so much pain, so much loss, we can fall into depression and constant mourning. But in those times, ask God, Lord, point me to the hope and joy that is in you. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, bring healing in my life as well. You see, any depression you're going through today, any sadness, I have good news for you. 
The power of Jesus is stronger. The joy of the Lord is greater. And his miraculous power, power is at work. He can still heal the sick. He can still raise the dead. Put your hope and trust in him. He is the mighty God who is greater than any mourning. Jesus mourns when you mourn. Even though he has all the power to heal, he mourns with you. But he doesn't just remain there. He lifts you up with his hope, his joy, his peace as we yield to him. What a mighty God we serve. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.